Welcome to Covenant Church's Sermon Discussion. This conversation happens most Wednesdays on Facebook Live between me, Michelle Lichty, the Communication Director at Covenant, and the Preaching Pastor from the previous Sunday. If you haven't already, I recommend listening to the sermon before listening to our discussion. Well, good afternoon. I'm Michelle Lichty, and I'm here today with Rob Iman. Hello, everyone. Hello, Rob. Good to have you back. I was going to say back on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I've been out uh, touring Europe recently, and (laughs) it happens. It's funny, Michelle, but it happens every uh, the Wednesday after I preach. I'm back. It's like it's like it's like it's planned or something. Almost. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Well, it's good to have you here today, Rob. (laughs) Thanks. Always good to be with you and have this fun discussion about what took place on Sunday. Yes. So we're discussing your sermon from this past Sunday, welcoming Jesus as the angels or like the angels. Yes. um, From Luke chapter two, verses one through 14. A very familiar passage to many, I'm sure. Yes. Yes. You even mentioned uh, Linus reading it (laughs) in in the Charlie Brown Christmas show. With a proper echo in the large cavernous hall in which he was yes. with a spotlight too, no less. I mean, it's pretty pretty impressive. It was pretty impressive. <laughs> Although they had the spotlight working at the dress rehearsal. That's right. <laughs> they yeah. couldn't find a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take let's take apart that show and find out all the different issues with that. <laughs> oh man, it's one of my favorites. It's, it's one of my one. favorites. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But back to Luke. Um, <laughs> My goodness, we are in rare form today, aren't we? Uh, you know, I think you started talking about the world, right? So yes, in our, yes, kind yes. of our scientific approach to reality. Can we measure it? Can we taste it? Can we feel it? Um, and and how and how when we are when we are almost too scientific about it, we can ignore or miss that there's a whole spiritual reality that we can't measure with scientific instruments right or we can deny the reality of Mm. a spiritual realm um Mm -hmm. that is that is that is there all the time and i mean the scripture has some really interesting things to say about it that um the apostle paul in a couple of places says that he is acting in view of the angels do are they actually watching us are they able to Mm. see us um, the Hebrews, the Hebrews passage on how that there is a um, a great uh, crowd of witnesses. Um, really, are, are people watching us? Mm-hmm. Are angels watching us? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ephesians three talks about how um, the church is an example of God's grace that is giving God's glory to the powers and principalities in the heavenly places. Are, are we on display in some way? I mean, there's. There's an interesting way to look at this to say, yeah, there's a whole lot more going on here than meets the eye. Mm. Yeah, right. And this is one of those passages in the Bible that uh, helps us to recognize yeah. that there's a lot more going on here. Um, I love I love what you said when we when we're reading through the passage in Luke. Um and it's there's the single angel who comes and announces to the shepherds. And then I think you said it was like the curtain was drawn back and all the angels were praising God. Yeah. And 
it, it just made me think about being on, you know, being at a show at a, you know, the Christmas show or, you know, a, a different theater production where the curtains open up onto the stage and then suddenly you're like, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'll tell you, I mean, you know, if, if for those for those who are tracking their time, they'll notice that uh, the sermon didn't start until 15 minutes before the end of the service. So there were several <laughs> things. I was I was leaving some things on the on the uh, <laughs> on the floor there. Floor. <laughs> one of the points, one of the points I had um, that I, I cut out had had to do with that very thing that. Um, uh, yet more, 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 more than just a, a veil that goes in front of uh, people or, or something that's hidden. Are you familiar with a scrim, how a scrim works? Yes. Uh, a scrim is a piece of a very specific kind of cloth that goes down. And if you light it one way, you cannot see through it. It appears to be this solid wall and it can be used in, uh, in theater productions in a way that, that then becomes part of the set. Oh, okay. There, you know, there, there's, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a picture on the wall, and there's a doorway right there. But then, if you suddenly change the lighting, it switches, and you can see through it into a reality that was once hidden. Mm -hmm. And I can't help but wonder if, um, if there's a scrim-like thing that goes on, because the angels were there. The, the shepherds didn't see the angels mm -hmm. walking in. They didn't right, see. Right. They didn't see that the first singular angel coming across the coming across the pathway. It all was a bam. The angel was there. And then, bam, just a host of uh, multiple number of angels in the skies. And it's almost like the scrim, the lighting on the scrim was shifted. Mm. So even more so than the, than the curtain being drawn back, which is a great picture of it. It's almost like this, the lighting on the scrim was shifted so that, bam, all of a sudden they were there. Yeah. And uh, what a shocker that would have been. Yeah. You know, yeah. all this has been going on the whole time and I've been sitting here, didn't even hear it. You know, yeah, just, it's, yeah. Just, it's, it's fun. To, it's fun to just kind of climb into that hillside, onto that hillside with those shepherds and think about what it was like to the glory of the Lord shone around them. In other words, all the shadows that were flickering from their fires were gone. That had been weird. I mean, it's like, where'd my shadow go? Because the glory of the Lord's all around them. So it's not casting a shadow. It's like, wow, you know, oh, and, yeah. and, the, and the angels. So the, the other thing I brought up was, um, was how. Um, from time to time, angels have been, you know, what, what, what's an angel? Sometimes they're shown with wings. Sometimes they're not shown with wings, but never, ever, ever are they shown as chubby babies with wings, you know? Right. But usually, usually when an angel interacts with a human being, the human being begins by falling flat on the face in terror. Mm, and the right. angel, the angel's greeting is do not be afraid. And we don't see the, you know, we don't see them falling flat on the face, but it says they were terrified. Yeah. And the angel opens his words by saying, do not be afraid. Yeah. Um, there's a powerful statement there about what, what an angelic visitation is like and mm. how they present themselves when they're not hidden. In a few, uh, Hebrews 13 talks about how they, they can, we, we can entertain angels unawares. That's when they're hidden. Right. Their, their true identity is not, not clear. But when their true identity is clear, wow. So these, these shepherds are blown away, not just by, the person they're talking to, the angel they're talking to, what they view, how fast it comes, but also with the fact that they were in the presence of holiness, the glory of the Lord shone around them. God was present and they survived it. You know, wow, yeah. big stuff going on there. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And this is, you know, and as, as we put this story, this part of the story in context, this is the third time 
angels have shown up in this story. Yeah. In this <laughs> in this story, right? So last week I t- I talked with David about the angels appearing the angel appearing to Mary. Yes. In person and then an angel in the vision to mm-hmm. Joseph mm-hmm. in his dream. And then here we are again in person live in action. <laughs> Here's here are more angels and it's not just one it's a, a host yeah it's an army yeah yeah and it, it's you know it, 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 it begs the question so what are they gathering for why is this such a big thing was this something where the pmo director said we're going to do a performance on such <laughs> and such a date and so set your schedules or did they come together because yeah, God would have commanded it, but there's there's this there's this motivation, there's this mm. there's this thing in these beings, these spiritual beings that wants to praise. Mm. And, and th- this is the point that I think just strikes me so much. Um, you know, they know something I don't know, mm. and that knowledge shifts them on the inside. That knowledge. Uh, changes their perspective on this event that's taking place. Um, my point on Sunday was that they, the angels, did not see this as mundane. They didn't let the things of the world distract them from this moment. Mm. Um, they didn't get tired of this moment. There was something in them that was just compelling them to mm. praise God and to proclaim this news. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the knowledge that they had that. So often, if we have it, we don't have it to the same degree. <laughs> right. Yeah. Know. Well, because we're living in this, you know, in the dark side of the scrim, right? Oh, yeah. Good. Well said. Yeah. And, you know, and so we just don't. They're on the other side of the scrim with with the full view, mm-hmm. the real of, of God and his holiness. And so, of course, we don't have that knowledge. You can kind of imagine it. Well, I... I that, that, that song, uh, Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence. I mean, just, mm. the, just the elements in there, you know, uh, as the light of light descending from the realms of endless day. Wow. Endless day, the light of light coming from endless day into this world that has darkness mm. and light in it. It has evil and good in it. Um, you know, rank, rank by rank, the host of heaven uh, streams its vanguard on the way. There's, you know, just like you're watching the light of light descend into, you know, I, I, yeah. I it didn't happen that way. But the idea is that they, they know who he is. They know, yeah. they know this incarnation and what it means and it blows them away. And I, I just can't help but wonder, you know, when, yeah. when the, when the, the mental veil is lifted from my mind and I'm able to recognize and to say, you know, not, not as an expletive, but as an expression of praise. Oh my God. Yeah. What have you done? Yeah. Wow. You know, to begin at that level, and then as as it as it permeates and penetrates my understanding, it then has to turn into a sense of praise. Oh, mm. oh you know, just yeah, <laughs> yeah. And right. That's where the angels were, and that's where I want to be. I want their their welcome, their praise to influence and and, and inform my own, mm. even when I become muddled by the commonality of it, you know, whatever the distractions about it. I, I, I want, I want what the angels know to influence my own response because, mm. because I, I, I can miss it. Oh, for sure. I can miss it too. 
just in my to-do list. And then, yeah. you know, in the business of life and the interruptions, the distractions. Yeah. I was just thinking this week, um, you know, as I was sitting in my spot where I have my devotions in the morning, um, I was thinking, okay, I don't have time to do this, this, and this. I can, I have time to do this. And then I'm like, oh, wait, stop, stop, right? Like, just stop, take a deep breath because God is present. And he's only present, you know, like I only recognize it when I can stop and recognize it, that he is present. We gather our senses and recognize. I've shared this before, but A.W. Tozer said that he believes that we, we all have, like we have physical senses, we also have spiritual senses that mm. can discern and detect mm-hmm. the spiritual realm in God's presence. But those spiritual senses have atrophied from lack of use. Mm. Um, and so just what you're doing there, Michelle, when you are taking time, uh, creating the space when you've got this and this and this and this and this to do, to say, no, I'm going to spend time with the Lord. You are strengthening your spiritual senses so that when you are in the maelstrom, when you are in the busyness of life, those spiritual senses can pick up. Yeah, I'm not alone right now. Yeah, there's a spiritual realm right here. Yeah, God is with me. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Because you're practicing that right now. You're strengthening those spiritual senses. Hmm, Yeah, I like that. And, and, And you don't need... Right. It's a practice, doesn't which means it's not perfect. And it's a practice, which means we can improve. <laughs> and it's a practice, which means uh sometimes we can we can spend longer than other times. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And you know, sometimes I can spend longer and then sometimes you know, someone walks in and interrupts me because their day started differently and they're up earlier and they're talking to me. Right. And, right. and, and God understands. Yeah. I used to think, I used to think, well, it had to be perfect in order to do it correctly. Yeah. And I'm just learning, you know, as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh no, God has so much compassion, so much compassion for our humanity. Yeah. He knows that we're made of dust. Yeah. yeah, and and to be able to give ourselves that grace too, um, to because uh, because interruptions happen all the time. And you look look at Jesus, Mark chapter one. Uh, in the early morning, while it was still dark, he arose and went out and departed to a lonely place and was praying there. Mm-hmm. And the disciples awakened. The crowds arrived at the door and they couldn't find Jesus. And they went out to look for him. You can imagine he's praying. He's he's engaged in in a, in a deep communion with his father. <laughs> And Nathaniel shows up, Lord, what are you doing here? You know, Peter, (laughs) everyone's looking for you. What in the world are you doing here for crying out loud? He got got interrupted um, on many occasions, I'm sure. And uh, and it's going to happen. And yet the Mm. Lord Lord knows that. He meets us. And I think the the primary thing is what's motivating us in our hearts. You know, I want to be the Lord. I want to be there. I want to pray. I want to connect. I want to read your word. I want to... I want to uh, have the lights turned on in my own heart mm-hmm. and understand more so fully just mm-hmm. what it is that you have done for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And even if you have children playing on the floor, mm-hmm. right. While you're doing this, God still meets us. He still meets <laughs> us. 
And sometimes it's really hard. And yeah. sometimes, it's, sometimes it's 90 seconds. Sometimes it's 15 seconds. Sometimes it's 90 minutes. Um, yeah. the fact is we're trying to, we all go through seasons of life. You mm-hmm. know, uh, little kids are running around or the job is really busy or you're working on getting tenure or, um, you know, whatever the case might be. Uh, and the Lord understands where we are. And it's, mm-hmm. It's the heart that he's looking for, you know, is the heart bent, is the heart, is the heart bent around myself or is the heart bent around others in Christ? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that, you know, that's really, so it's, it's not about doing it perfectly is my point. So right. Just, right. Yeah. 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 I love, um, back to your sermon. I love when you said, this is like the birth announcement of all birth announcements. <laughs> and where does it, like, and who is he sending this birth announcement to? The poorest of the poor, the the humblest of the humble. Yeah. He like, he like pulled out all the stops for people that, that the, the leadership in that, in that time barely recognized. And that, that, and that, that in and of itself is a statement. I mean, it was a gold embossed, um, lettered envelope that came with a, uh, with a marching band, you know, something, you know, it was yeah. a motorcade with flags flying, <laughs> you know, it was the full nine yards and all the traffic stopped on the freeway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. And the motorcade came through to tell them to tell them it didn't go to Jerusalem. It didn't go to the, to the, to Pilate or to Caesar. And, 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 and a point that is just so striking to me is, and I didn't get to say this in the first service, but I did bring it up in the second, that the, um, uh, that in that day, uh, these kind of words were not uncommon. When Caesar Augustus was born, uh, mm. it came out, there was, we found that we found it as we, I didn't find it. Somebody did Southeastern <laughs> Turkey, an inscription, um, about Augustus's birth, calling him savior and saying oh, the, the wow. arrival of our God, which was Augustus, the arrival of our God brings good news to the entire world. You know, so this idea of good news for all people was something that was the language was common, the language was understood, the language was familiar, but huh. God was taking this familiar language and bringing it to a level that was far deeper than anyone had ever expected. Caesar brought the Pax Romana, Jesus brought the peace of Christ, the Pax mm. uh, It's like, whoa, wow. You know, the, the, the Augustus had not been foretold but Christ had been foretold for more than 700 years. Yeah. You know, um, there's just, there's just a deeper sense of just awe and reverence and amazement. And the fact that it came to the shepherds just goes back to Mary's Magnificat in John, in Luke chapter one, where mm. what God is going to do as he turns the world right side up, as he mm. lives the humble. Yeah. Wow. This is just, this is just, this is just tangible expression of what God actually is going to do through this birth. And it just brings us to tears and goes, wow, this is amazing. Mm, Absolutely. It absolutely is amazing. And I love that there, the angel's response to Jesus's birth helps us inform our own response. You know, like you've said that already. I just want, I want to have a glimpse of that knowledge that they have so the awe can just deepen inside of me um, and reach my heart. I was just, when I was writing the introduction to the E-News this morning, I just, 
I was like, oh my goodness. You know, I started off kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm you know, kind of like Paul, right? Like I'm the worst of all sinners, you know, like I have, <laughs> I have my priority list and guess who's not on them? My literal neighbors, you know, and, um, and, and just, and then as I was writing, it just like, oh my goodness, God gave us the gift of his presence in Jesus and in the Holy Spirit. What a gift, what a gift that is. Yeah, it's powerful stuff. And it's like, it's like Emmanuel, God with us, but it's not just God with us, God for us. Mm, God's yeah. with us and God is for us. God is never going to leave us or forsake us. And he is helping us along the way. He wants us to succeed. He wants to see us uh, experience and embrace the fullness of the promise that he's given us. The Holy Spirit is that down payment uh, guaranteeing that everything is going to be given to us in the end. It's like, wow, mm. here it is. I mean, and I, I, love, I love the church calendar, the, the liturgical calendar. Uh, where New Year's started two weeks ago, hmm. on December 3rd, as we begin a new year of recounting God's redemptive story in Christ. And hmm. it begins with Advent as we join the prophets in anticipating the, the arrival of, the, of God's anointed one. It finds that moment of celebration on Christmas Day when... Uh, when Christ, when we recognize Christ, and there's the 12 days of Christmas as we make our way to January 6th, right. uh, where we recognize the arrival of the wise men and how the gospel then goes out to all the world, to the Gentiles, you know, and then it makes its way into the baptism of Christ. And it just kind of works its way all the way through, down through the Lenten season into uh, Palm Sunday, uh, Selection Day Sunday, or what do you want to call it, Resurrection Sunday. And then you go into this beautiful season of Easter Sundays where you end up uh, at Pentecost and the arrival of the Holy Spirit. And bam, you get the whole picture right there in yeah. a couple of months. God's redemptive plan playing out before us. And we are in that beautiful opening um, opening uh, measure, if you will, you know, of a beautiful yeah. symphony. Yeah. Oh, I love that picture. So, um, any last thoughts? Any last we, words, Rob? <laughs> any last thoughts <laughs> before yeah. we close for today? <laughs> before we close for today, yeah. Um, I think I think we've said it all, Michelle. In this, I mean that there's, yeah, the picture of the angels. It's a really beautiful picture of it. But boy, there's a message for us in that. Mm. That if we can begin to grasp what they knew so so intimately, um, it well it, it would bring awe. It would bring awe to us. I was talking with someone this morning about how uh, in the message, uh, Romans 5, uh, uh, Eugene Peterson translates it as something like uh, the Christ died for us when we were of no use to him whatsoever. Huh. You know, um, uh, you know, wow, Christ came. He went through all this. Philippians 2, he emptied himself, the kenosis yeah. passage. Uh, you know, there's just... If we could let, if we could let the, what the angels know become part of what we know, even a piece of it, it's going to result in awe, and that mm -hmm. awe is going to well up in praise. Mm. And that, for me, that's the point that I want to carry with me as we go deeper into this holiday season. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, thank you so much, Rob. Yeah. Thank you for your time. I appreciate the chance to chat with you about these things. Oh, I always enjoy it. I know you do every week. You enjoy the highlight it. of my week. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, goodness. Well, thank you, Rob. And thank you to our audience, whether you joined us uh, live on Facebook or later on our blog or on our podcast. We're grateful for the few moments you spent with us. And as we say goodbye, let's remember to live out our calling, to live a life of love, to love Jesus, to love his people, and to pour out his love on the world. Let it be so. Thank you all. 